if you don't yeah if you don't think outside the box that's where you'll bury your next child into bringing them into this world the mind is like a flexible mirror you gotta adjust it if you want to see a better world the greatest freedom is to be free of our own mind this you know make sure y'all like comment and subscribe and share you know, share and give us y'all feedback you know give us some constructive criticism you know all that you know we want to hear it want to hear all of it um so one of the topics we're going to talk about is mastering emotions and then mm -hmm. we're going to go talking about investing then we're going to also talk about the um federal government shutdown crisis that's been going on so let's start with that like what's yeah. going on with that so i feel like you know what i just read basically i guess like it was an agreement to where like they couldn't pass like a bill or something to where they couldn't like um like pay bills or some some annual bills or something like that like some some crazy stuff but my whole thing about it is like it just shows you like the society and the government, you just can't always rely on them at the end of the day. Like, oh. you just can't rely on, you know, uh, somebody just to provide for you. Just keep like waiting, that saying. Keep waiting on the man above to come and save your... Like, like bro, like, that remind me. Like, wasn't they talking about kind of social security and mm -hmm. uh, stuff like that? Yeah. And it's like that, like... If you, if you allow them to feed you, you give yeah, them permission to start. start. And that's like, where I was going to start. You know, <laughs> I was going to go off on that. Like, you, like, you got to, like, end up becoming your own bank. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit is changing by the second. Yeah, because, you know? like, this world that we coming to, like, it was not like how it used to be. Yeah. And that you got to realize, like, things are going to change. Mm -hmm. And so, we can't no longer just rely on the government for everything. Right. Like, you got to take matters of your own hand you gotta take control of your life mm -hmm. that's that's why education is so important you if know? you don't control your life you this close for somebody else mm -hmm. to control yeah, your life control, to tell you your, what control your destiny and that's why it's important to educate yourself start reading getting around the right people start networking yeah. with different people that's one that's, thing I'm. that's one thing I started to fall in love with doing is reading more 
Because mm-hmm. the information changes conversation. Changes the conversation. <laughs> and so once I start learning more about different things, like I'm able to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I, I could testify to that. Like reading the books, you know, I haven't been reading the way I've been wanting to read. But, mm-hmm. you know, when I when I do read, you know, I get a sense of like, you know, just like urgency, like, you know, like uh, I feel good when I read because I'm consuming a lot of powerful information. Then mm-hmm. it's like, and you could just feel it, you know. Like, I like doing that to replace my habit rather than just yeah. picking up my phone, scrolling, pick up a book and read, like yeah. c- kind of change of habits. That's why I always walk around my book bag with like some books on me. Mm-hmm. So that way, yep. <laughs> it's, it's, something I'm, it's something I'm starting to like implement in my life. Mm-hmm. So instead of me picking up my phone, the first thing I do, I wanted to be able to open a page and read. Right. And so, so, like, is that, like, a habit for you now? Like, or... Yeah, like, is it... Like, you know how people always walk around with their phone on them? Like, I'm starting to walk around with books on them. <laughs> that's why I be, like... That's why I be carrying... I like carrying my book bag, too, because, like... I don't know, like... I feel like... Because I like to feel like a businessman, but You know what I mean? Like, I like to feel like that. Like, you know, I'm uh, carrying some shit. You know like, what I mean? It did start to become a habit, though. Like, yeah. I got all different kind of books and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Then it's like, when I have a conversation, bro, I know exactly, bro. I'm going to bring up, like, you whip out, like, a notebook or, like, a book. And it bring yeah, up I'm taking notes. Or something, you know, so. Because, like, you never know who you actually run into at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? You might end up having to bring, have to bring out those books or... A notebook to jot down some notes or something like. No, for real. Like, let me read this down. Yeah, like, you never know. So that's why yeah. I like. It's kind of cool to just you know, make sure you bring your information as you, you know, hustling and stuff like that. Stay so, with the information. You know, stay with the information at all times because, like, little crisis like save you is at your job and the power went out or something. And the power isn't gonna be cut on to like an hour. You need something to occupy your mind. Hey, I'm, first thing I'm grabbing is my book. <laughs> Grab your book bag and start reading. So I need to read that. Uh, intelligent investor thinking real rich or yeah. something. Yeah, it's just something doing like so. Yeah, man. Um, that's and I, I do want to start reading more after, uh, after I complete my um real estate exam. I do want to start reading a lot more. I got so many books over here. <laughs> that, like I had started, I had started the psychology and money. I started the next five moves. I thought I you finished that one. I didn't finish it. I didn't finish that one. Oh. I'm like halfway in with that one. But um, obviously finished. <laughs> reached that part of that, but um. I finished that. Like, yeah. I finished that like last year. You almost done with yeah. intelligent investor, right? I got like, I know you read, like, You you finished reached that part of that. Right or no, not yet. yet. No, yeah. I started. I started reading like four books at one time. Yeah, cause you, a, that's all that shit is. Like when you see like a lot of stuff that you like, bro, it's, it's like, just, like implicated into like. Yeah, that's that's why you gotta be careful with overloading your brain. Cause like yeah. I know I, I feel victim to that. Like when you constantly like taking in this information, and it's like your brain not gonna be able to handle all that until. That's why it's important to take a couple things. Cause you ever heard somebody say, "You only gonna remember." 10% of this conversation mm-hmm. and it's like your brain not going to be able to pick up on all that so what you got to do is the way to handle that you got to pick a few of those things and you got to like take action on those and implement those in your life because your brain is going to remember that like your brain going to remember by 
action on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's how you apply that to your life, man. You take that and you just move on. Instead of just taking all the information, you're not doing all of it. You got to take the information and you got to put it somewhere in your life. Because yeah, having knowledge is empowered the execution of knowledge is empowered. Exactly. So, like, if you put that knowledge to, to, to some work, bro, like, you're going to start seeing some results. Like, you're you going to start seeing some shit to it. Like, you got to apply what you learn. You got to apply. So, you know, that's that's literally, like, why, like, I love learning so much. Like, like having a knowledge is good because then it makes you more aware of things, mm-hmm. you know? So then once you actually put that knowledge to some work, you can actually start seeing man- things manifesting for you. You know, so mm-hmm. because you just can't a thing, you can't expect things to manifest for you if you just sit there. You know what I'm saying? You got to put the work in first. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of people think. Like you're going to get rich overnight. Like that shit isn't gonna work like that. And we had mm-hmm. talked about that before. It starts with habits because we, you you've been poor longer than you've been rich. Yes. Or wealthy. Yes. So it's going. It's, it's really just time. Yeah, and it's all about rewiring that brain too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Rewiring that mind. But that's kind of off topic about the federal government <laughs> shit, but. Anyways, but like, all that actually caters to, you know, what's been going on because a lot of people, they see about the federal government, you know, shutting down, but they don't know how serious that shit is, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit is very deep because it can even be bigger. You know what I'm saying? What happened? The whole fucking world crisis ended up fucking, like, everything, the stock market just fucking crashed, like... There's no more stock market or something like. Or even like when it came to like the pandemic, the pandemic shows yeah, you like, man. all right, you gotta you gotta prepare because you never know what can happen. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's always, it, that's why it's always important to prepare for things mm-hmm. and not wait until the last minute. Like, for example, let's say, oh, you want to start becoming healthy or whatever. Like, start doing that now. Don't wait till you get an illness or you're on your deathbed or you get really sick to actually want to start. Cause mm-hmm. like something you should have been there. Like. Yeah. So that's that's when it comes to all that, man. Um, just being aware and just having, just make sure you're doing things outside of your workplace. You, know I mean? <laughs> you always bring that up. Because <laughs> that shit is very, that shit is very important, man. Like you, you gotta, you gotta make sure you work on your craft outside of work and. That's if you didn't listen to the last podcast uh, episode, you don't need to listen to that because we have talked about like working on your crap. Mm-hmm. Like, that, like, and then that's something you gotta start thinking about. Like, you can't, you can't always rely on yeah. the government to feed you because when they cut Medicaid and Medicare and all that stuff, then, then what you gonna do? Mm-hmm. You depend so much on it. Exactly. So you gotta you gotta think outside the box. And people don't want to think outside the box because they're so complacent. And they so comfortable, so comfortable, comfortable, and they rely on the government so much. So, yeah, but yeah, you know, I just came up with the craziest. I was about to say some crazy. Say it. Look. Uh, uh, if you don't think outside the box, that's where you. That's where you'll bury your next kid into. <laughs> that's probably my one and done. If if you don't. If you don't take action, <laughs> the, the opportunities that you don't take today become the obstacles that, the next that your, that your next generation of kids got to face. Yeah, <laughs> I was, I was just, I was, when you said think outside the box, I yeah. thought about that. Oh, so. say that, say that again. 
Uh, how how I say that shit? Um, basically said like. So I was like. Don't think outside the box. If you don't, yeah. If you don't think outside the box, that's where you'll bury your next child into, bringing them into this world. You gonna be, you gonna be born. You gonna, you gonna bring them into this world with your, with your problems. Yeah. So and that's something that you, that honestly, like our parents, I did without them knowing in a way. You know, and that's what we are trying to do is be the first people in our family to make sure that when we bring our kids into this earth, they don't have to worry about any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, obviously once they first born, they ain't going to have they ain't going to have the awareness of like what actually is going on in the world. But when they do get old enough, they can be like, dang, so I have a good life. But I feel like one of the most important things we have to teach them is um, what can happen though. Like, how it was for us, though. Like, you know, because, like, when we was uh, looking at some houses one time, I told you, like, oh, yeah, people that live in them big-ass houses, like, those kids, they they know what broke is, but they don't know what, like, they, they don't know, like, how it feels. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, they never know how it feels. They don't never know how it feels to be poor or broke because their family or and their parents, they have set up that. It's like... It's like if they if they dropping their kids off in a Rolls Royce every day, the one day that they don't do that and they driving like a, I don't know, a two thousand uh, uh, two thousand one manual Honda Civic. They gonna it's gonna be uncomfortable to them. They like what happened to the Rolls Royce lately? Yeah. Cause yeah. this is just what I'm used to, mm-hmm. and that's just 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 like when it comes to poor people, and they don't really experience rich or like that. Like they're not gonna be used to that. Exactly. They compare. <laughs> Poor people compare they they richness to how much how much money they have on their food stamps. <laughs> hey, bro, that is low key bad, bro. That is bad as hell. That is terrible. So, some people is proud to say, like, "Hey, yeah, I got, bro, I got these food stamps, bro." Yeah, like, you know. But I understand, like. No, I get it. You know, you going you going through some shit because obviously there's a lot of family. I'm not, I'm not trying to like, you know. Uh, make fun of people. Or no, I think it's fun. It's just it's just the mentality. Yeah, yeah, the it. mentality, like around it, like because what happened if they cut food stamps? Yeah, you know a mean? lot so of people. It's like, what you gonna do then? You ain't gonna have no source to get your food. You know, so it's like ramen noodles. If you allow them to feed you, you get them permission, permission to starve. Yeah. So that's so important, man. You gotta figure out, think outside the box, think from a different perspective, man. Because obviously, the same ways to make money back twenty years ago isn't the same way, bro. You gotta think of some new shit, bro. Like, yeah, because working, just working for your money, is gonna only get you so far, bro. Working and saving your money. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, enough on that topic. You know, um, talking about mastering emotions. Mastering emotions. You know, um... So, how I feel about, like, when it comes to mastering your emotions, I feel like... When you master your emotions, you could kind of control your actions before you act. Like, like let's say let's say somebody make you mad, right? And you don't know... Most people don't know how to master their emotions. The first thing they're going to do is they're going to act on their actions. I mean, they're going to act on their emotions. So however they feeling, they're going to act on it. Versus when you master it, when you master your emotions, you understand, all right, I know this is what gets me mad. So yeah. nobody else is going to be able to make you mad. And you're able to think about, you're able to think about your emotions before you act on So, yeah. mm, why do I feel like this? Yeah, because this dude, 
I be talking about the same. This dude at my job, like, <laughs> bro, he be, bro, he be freaking out about stuff that, like, you know, like he can't control for real, for real. Like he, he's a, he's a, like y'all see him. He's a prime example of somebody who has not at all like took the time out to master their emotions. Cause like something will go wrong, man, and he'll just freak out. He'll throw shit, bro. Like he'll, he'll throw like these like kiddish temper tantrums, and it's like it's really unprofessional. Cause it's like. You know, as a leader, like, you're supposed to set an example. Like, right. people are supposed to be able to come to you for, in some way, guidance. Like, you know, because we do control the shift, so it's like... You can't conquer anything else if you don't... You can't even conquer yourself. And that's, so. and that's the biggest... And that's the biggest problem. And I feel like his biggest issue is, like, he just... He, he, hasn't, he hasn't gotten to that point where it's like, if it's out of my hands... It's out of my hands. Like you know, I'll do my best to you know make make stuff happen. But it's really just understanding. Yeah, it's Take under it's understanding, understand. and it's like he 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 runs around like he owns the place. Like I could imagine if he actually like owned the business. Like that's the type of mentality like that I would have for like something that I own. Like I I wouldn't act the way he act, but I'll probably be more on top of stuff like you know the way he act, yeah. the what he does. But since like. I understand the business that I'm in, like the company that I'm working with. Like I understand, like this is not my stuff. I'm just, yeah. I'm just helping getting it out. You know, mm-hmm. he acts so more like this is his company. These are his packages. Like you're trying to climb a corporate ladder. Yeah, which I mean, if that's, I mean, that's cool if you do that. You do that, but I, I ain't trying to do that. I, don't, I don't want to get to there because. You get you get caught in the cycle of trying to make more money. And that's how you get stuck in that trap. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you get psychologically stuck in that trap. Especially at like uh like at Amazon, like they be uh like there's like it's a tier, it's a L three, which is a process assistant. That's the position I'm going for, and then L four is uh like managers and stuff. So from like L four to like. I think I think the highest one is like L eight L L nine, which I think L eight is like you CEO, CFO, some stuff like that. Of like the the Amazon that you work at. So pretty much after you become a manager, they switch you to salary. So the biggest hit on salary is like is during peak. That's where they get the most work out of you for less money. And that's why that's why I love that baby. That's why I love that book, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Like it was really just it wasn't a great. Oh, this book gonna make me some money. It was a great more mindset shift because before you even get to thinking about building wealth, first thing that got changed is your mindset. Yeah. And so I like that he talked about like basically wanting or working for more money is not gonna solve your problems. No, it's really just up to your level of financial literacy. Like, what was I finna say? Oh, like poor people, they know how to subtract money. They good at subtracting money. But wealth people know how to multiply money. And that's a huge difference. Because you, you, you can give a poor person and a wealthy person. You can, you can give both of them $100. <clears throat> poor person, the only thing you don't know about when it comes to money is spending their own liabilities and paying for things. The wealthy person, he got a mindset, oh, how can I turn $100 into $2? I meant $200. How can I turn $200 into $400? And so on and so forth. Yeah. And if you listen to Jay Z, like that's all he talk about most of his music. It's flipping. Mm-hmm. 
He stayed talking about was, flipping. Yeah, it was a uh, isn't this song called The Story of OJ? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And he was talking about like um I bought some artwork for one million. Yeah. Two years later yeah. this shit worth two million. million. And he said some other stuff too. He said I think he said something about uh he was like getting getting a house somewhere where it wasn't even called what it oh, was. Dumbo. Oh, Dumbo. Yeah. He said I could have bought put some Dumbo for his Dumbo for like yeah. two million. That same million today is what's twenty five million. Yeah. That's how I'm feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, though like Amazon man, like that that salary man, people like yeah, the number might look good, but when you look at the hours that you gotta work and then you gotta then cause once you like once you sign a contract, bro, like you didn't told like basically you signing like kind of your life away because it's like they call you in like you unless you have like unless you're not in town or you put time in bro you got to come in for like say if a manager is like out you got to come in for that manager like it's it's an agreement that's why mm-hmm. and that's why I fall in love with reading because like a lot of people like when they just get handed a contract whether if it's a bank account if it's music industry like whatever it is they just sit and sign cause most people like I learned in school like most people read like this yeah. like in a Z like just skimming through it and then it might be something that oh that you ain't peep that you know what I'm saying if you would've read it you probably wouldn't sign yeah cause during peak like like even some like like regular workers like make more money than the managers during peak because yeah, you coming in like they are, but like you getting paid by the hour. They get they getting paid by you know, not even a service, but they just that's just their their pay is regularly set each week. So it doesn't matter if you work twenty hours or you work sixty. Like you still bringing home the same money. Working hard for little money. That's why yeah, that's why I said like salary is is such a trap because it's like. They gonna work you to death. Like yeah, the pay might be good, but they gonna work you to death for that money, and it's not even gonna be because they never gonna pay you what you work neither. Right. So mm. salary screams that to me. Like they're like salary says they're not gonna pay you what you work. A job will never. It's not in their best interest to pay you what you work. They what's in they what's in their top priority is to keep their bottom line good. What's their bottom line? The bottom line is the profit. Their priority is not to pay you more money. Yeah. The job they they their priorities in fact pay you less money. That's why salary is such it's a to, like, keep more Well for Amazon, like salary salary is a trap. Like even even if you ain't even if you are in a high position, like you're still working, like they still want you to produce like five days a week. Like they still want you there like regularly. Like they they want you to they basically want you to eat, sleep, live there. Like, you know what I'm saying? They paying you a high amount of money. Like, they want you to be involved with every single thing that's going on in that company. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what you got to start thinking about more. Like, you think, oh, I should get paid more from this job. It's not necessarily that. You just got to up your financial literacy. You got you to gotta up your game up here. It's about taking the money that you're receiving and knowing how to use it properly. Have enough financial discipline to it. Yeah. That's that's you know, that's, a, that's what uh vultures come with. Like financial discipline plays a big part because sometimes we be at work. I know everybody can relate to this. Like we be at work, we be hungry. Then it's like, damn, bro, like I'm going to the gas station or I'm about to go get some McDonald's or something, man. Start easy way, start meal prepping. Yeah, and that's like meal prep when you meal prep 
you, you ain't necessarily got to think about it. You just take it on the go. Mm-hmm. And you save them more money in the long run. Yeah. And that's what I do, used to do a lot last year. Like, I literally, like, sometimes I'll go a whole day without eating, bro. Like, because I was so hungry. Like, I, I want to stack my money. I had a lot of stuff I had. Yeah. I wanted to do, bro. I remember back in barber school, man. That was, that was really a hustle for real. Like, I was, and I know people in barber school remember this. I was taking packs of oatmeal with me every day in school. Like, mm-hmm. every day I had packs of oatmeal that probably cost me, like, I used to get, like, a box that come with, like, 20 packs. Mm-hmm. It used to cost me, like, five, six dollars. Man, I used to have that with me on day. Every day at barber school. <laughs> people used to look at me like, like, why are you always eating oatmeal? And, like, I just knew, like, all right. Like, I, I knew how to, like, I knew the importance of managing my money and, mm-hmm. like, managing what I'm working with. And I remember this one day, uh, somebody in the school was like, this dude be staying oatmeal. And then when somebody else said that, he said, pockets gonna be fat. Pockets gonna be fat, man. Pockets gonna be fat. Stacking up that cheese. Meal prep, man. Learn how to budget your money. Yeah, learn how to budget. Most people don't have budgets. You gotta have budgets. You be like, like today, like when I had to get some some, uh, stuff for Jasper, typically back then my old me, some shit and get something else like some extra stuff like you know yeah no like I had predominantly went on there like what in there was like nope I know I said I'm gonna get myself a little snack and I'm gonna get me some uh, meat for my dog Mm -hmm. you know and that's what I came out with you know I ain't come out with no extra stuff and Paul spending yeah like I I just came came in there just to get what I need to get that's it and like a lot of people they fear investing but it's, it's <laughs> you fear investing, but think about your impulse spending. Can you kind of elaborate more about impulse spending? Impulse spending when you go inside a store and you spend money that you spend money on something that you don't really need. Mm, okay. More so a want. Yeah. So like, let's say let's say I go to the store and I planned on getting like two things. I know coming out with like five more things as impulse mm-hmm. man. Cause I didn't go to the store for that. Who was in that book, Money Hacks, when it talks about like Oh, the store, how they design it? Yeah, design it, like you gotta shop like oh. counterclockwise or something. Is yeah. it clockwise? It's like a little mental thing, like a psychological thing. Yeah. I think uh you know about the store the way it's set up, like they like it's like Because you know, most people when they push the card, they like right handed. Or mm-hmm. they left or right-handed, and so or they when they go to the go through the lines through the aisles, most people they grab the stuff with their right hand. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the way. It's something like that. I gotta read it. Cause you know, like you're like, um, uh, cause I was looking into that, like how they design stores. Like you know, like you waiting in a long ass line, mm-hmm. and like, they be having the snacks and stuff on yeah. the side, like stuff like that. That's impulse spending, cause like you see it. Stuff like that, or they had like the little, uh, like the mini coolers in there with the drinks and all that. Mm-hmm. Like while you're, while you're waiting, like you can also, <laughs> the more, the longer you're in the store, the more you gonna you the more you gonna spend money. Oh yeah. So that's why I'm just fucking just getting there and going there and get that lot. <laughs> Although some people come there like go to the stores early in the morning so they don't end up impulse spending because mm. you know a giant you know the giant nigga about you know where we live yeah. like. They be jumping at right like around four or five oh, yeah. o'clock. Them lines be long. People be like, then people start thinking about stuff like, I did want to buy some cookies. I'm gonna go back and get some. That's cookies. That's impulse spending because the line is long. 
So. You go inside the store, I'm about to get this and this. Oh, they got a sweater on sale? Let me cop this. That's impulse store. It's like stores, like, businesses, like, big businesses be, like, designing us to, like, just be straight consumers. Like, it's crazy. Like, when it comes to stores, like, it's not just a place where you go and buy things. It's also a place of decisions, a place of discipline. And there's a lot of things inside than just a store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, uh, when it comes to, damn, I forgot what it comes to. Damn, take your time, take your time. Uh, I can't believe I forgot this. Um, well, I just want to say, let's talk about, we'll want to invest in. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Well, I forgot what I was gonna say. Like what's been going on in the market? Um, yeah, I know it's been a lot of stuff. I heard that like, um, you know, a lot of stuff. I don't know if it's like going down or it's been. Oh yeah, definitely. Cause September, and it's like you could. That, that's the thing about the stock market. Like you can look on, like history repeats itself when it comes to that. And everybody know like September, is like the worst month for stocks. That's when stocks normally do horrible. Mm-hmm. And so one thing I noticed. Like, even before that, like, these past couple months, like, Apple just been Apple. And I've been telling people, Apple stock in that keeps the poverty away. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, bro, it's, it's one of the greatest companies America ever seen. Like, it's probably one of my favorite companies. Like, yeah. I do, like, I just be researching them a lot. Like, just learning more about them and how they moving. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's, that's what makes the game fun. You know, because, like, bro, like, Market be it, like, it's, it's most definitely like an interesting thing to learn. Like, like once you get in there, like especially the, like you a big investor too. Like the more you learn, like the easier it become, the more fun and exciting it becomes because mm-hmm. you know you learn more about it. And so like like Apple, they've been in fifty two week highs every week, and I think they they also became the first company to hit that three trillion dollar market cap, and so. Once the news came out, I think it was like last month or somewhere around September, like the, somewhere around September, the news came out that I guess uh, government, uh, c- central governments or something like that. Oh, yeah, 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 for for the central governments, I guess, I guess they banned iPhones for the central government. <clears throat> And the news, that plays a part of what's going to happen in the market. When negative news get pissed out, people. it's a chance because yeah. people going it's based off fear and greed. Mm-hmm. So when people is fearful, people going to start selling, mm-hmm. which means prices going to start coming down. Mm-hmm. And so once that news came out, like Apple, they just been, not even just Apple, but a couple other companies, they've been, they been having little pullbacks. Like Apple fell to like once. 170? This is like majority then, of the tech companies. Yeah. Because however Apple feeling, because they make up 7% of the market. Mm-hmm. So however Apple was feeling, so you can expect, it's kind of like follow the leader. Yeah. I remember you had shown me like Because <laughs> they little, got the biggest market cap. Yeah, show me like a graph of like all like the tech industries. Yeah, that's the market the, caps I was showing. Yeah, then they, and the graphs all look the same. That's the market because yeah. Apple has the biggest market cap. So they make up 7% of the market just like I said. So yeah. however they feeling, 
you can expect all the other companies feel the same way. Mm. So, who make, so who makes up the majority of the market? Apple. They make up 7%. 7%. But they make up more than a Russell 2000 index. <laughs> That's a big-ass company. I like, That's a powerful-ass company. So, like, I know, like, S&P and Dow Jones is obviously, like, that's that's considered like an ETF, right? Or like the S and P. Those are indexes. Indexes. Oh, index funds. Yeah. So so because I know like I be seeing like ETFs that's like broke up that say like <clears throat> ETFs is basically like a group of companies together. Yeah, like a small sector. So let's let's say example. I like I know everybody like to use this example. So let's say you go to a store, right? A grocery store, and you got all these aisles. You got our snacks, our toothpaste, uh, shoot, soap, like, and let's, so ETF is, alright, since I like potato chips, I'm gonna go in this aisle and probably get some popcorn, and so the ETF, they got different sectors, so they got, so if you like technology, they got some type of sectors, like, let's say you like, you like video games, they got a sector for that, like, mm-hmm. That's a, that's that's how ETFs are. It's like, a, it's like a variety in its own. Yeah. So like an index that's like it's a majority. It's a majority. Yeah. And the ETF is like it's like that, but it's broken down in a smaller sector. Mm. It has selections you can choose from. Okay. Yeah, so they got tech sector they got tech ETFs, uh gas, oil. Yeah. yeah. I remember um hearing like a lot of people like ETFs because if one company do bad and all the companies do good doesn't mean like, doesn't mean like you lost money like you still could like make money. That's more of an index. That's more of an index. Yeah. So like with the so like the S and P five hundred, it tracks the five hundred best performing businesses in America. And so if one business is doing bad, what yeah, they gonna do? They gonna kick that out and replace it. Yeah. You know? mm, okay. That that's what the S P five hundred. I don't know if all indexes like that. I know that's I know that's what that. Cause it's tracking the five hundred best performer. So if you're not, if you're not on your game, they gonna bench your ass, replace <laughs> 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 you with somebody else, just like that. So I remember you were telling me that you just checked, uh, checked out Berkshire, um, mm-hmm. like day evaluation and everything. <laughs> I'm still like. <laughs> so, like, so like, what you like? What you like? What do you? What do you like about Berkshire? Like, what I like about Berkshire? Yeah. Ooh. Cause that's one of my favorite things I like to look for in a company, like a company that instead of paying out dividends, like putting that money back into the business to grow the business. Mm-hmm. Cause when the business grows, so does the equity. That and so I cool. like that's that's one of my favorite things I like to look for. That shit's fucking fire. I'm not gonna lie. Like Warren Buffett, fire. he even said like I like to treat investors' money like his mom. Mm. Like instead of just paying out dividends. It's smart Buffett. He's so smart. <laughs> Oh yeah, cause like he no longer added like, cause like what is this like what is the business like, uh, like what's they go like what's they what's they what's what do they do exactly? What do they do? Yeah. <clears throat> it's basically a holding company. Oh okay. And so they just so some of that Warren Buffett he just buy businesses for a living. Okay. Yeah, cause I cause like like last year or almost two years ago now like I had noticed that they had transitioned to like the real like real estate. Cause, you it know, is, it's just a holding company. So I'm like, okay, has they always been real estate? Or like they just jumped into it? Yeah, so 
Because I like I I be getting like notifications like hey uh, this is Ber- Berkshire Hathaway Real Estate Services or whatever. You know they want me to type in with them. And I'm like damn this nigga. Warren, Warren all over. Warren. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put respect on his name. I'm, I'm gonna call him Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett, <laughs> Warren Buffett. man. Warren. Yeah, OG. So, no, I like, I like uh, listening to him talk because I, I like Warren so much because he's older and it's like he talks so fluently for his age, bro. And it's like, like one thing I like about the way he talk. He not gonna talk and use big words to confuse. Yeah, like he'll kind of sum it down, like in a way. Yeah, like he, like he put it in perspective. Yeah, and that's a, that's another thing I like too. Like he isn't gonna say no crazy shit. He could, <laughs> he could, like he could, like say some some big ass words and get people mad as hell. Like what are you talking about? Like you know, I mean, cause you, I mean, you, you can always figure out what he's saying while looking in the dictionary. But like, you know, yeah, he, he he just. Simple when it comes to it, yeah. like he don't make it harder than what it is, right? Because so. <laughs> that's 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 one of that's that's something about us humans that we do, like we make things harder than what it actually is mm-hmm. instead of just keeping it simple. We do this all the time, bro. all the time. So, <clears throat> you we talked about waste management earlier, waste management, yeah. Hey, they they see trash. I see I see money. I see cash. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Like a lot of people. <laughs> when I see that, when I see but, that WM logo, I be no, getting excited. <laughs> it's, isn't it so crazy that like we have talked about this before, probably off camera, but like everything that we see, people are making money from. Like yeah. even the 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 dumpster trucks, the cans. <laughs> Bro, like everything, even the cars that we drive, you know, and it's like, bro, like people are really printing money out here, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that gives me the idea that we can do the same thing and be our own bank. Yeah, because like when you think about it, from COVID 2020 to now, wealthy people in America has increased their wealth by five trillion dollars. Damn. While the average person today is living, poor people living check to check. Mm, it's like how is that possible it's crazy you know and you know like I think the average salary now is like 50k mm-hmm. 50k that's, and, a, that's average earnings in America in America and you know you know I was listening to this guy like he said wealthy is like doesn't mean you gotta be a millionaire you can make 400,000 a year you can be considered wealthy because you're not making more than the average um so like you making more than the average salary, mm-hmm. so you don't have to be wealthy to make a million dollars. Like you don't, you can make like about like. Well, I mean, wealth is is what's not seen. Yeah, it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like I think a wealth is assets and time for mm-hmm. Plus, people might have their different definitions of wealth. True. So, yeah, that that's very true. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people version. I, think, I, I don't know if we explained this on last part of these years. I, yeah, I, think, I think we said something like, yeah, like people might have, uh, oh no, success. Success? Yeah, people might have different definitions of success, you know. People got different different definitions of success, wealth, everybody's version is different. Mm-hmm. But yeah. what, what truly, everybody's like goal in a way is to be happy and Feel fulfilled. When they move, whatever, in whatever they do. Yeah. 
That's everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody would love, like, if they could spend time with the people that they love. Sometimes we get lost along the journey. And money don't... I like how everybody say money don't buy happiness, but it damn sure is a tool to get you there. <laughs> For sure. For sure. <laughs> you just got to learn the game and learn how to play it. Because I know, like, once I have the, the amount of money that I want, I'm going to be doing a lot more things. Like, I'm going to get into philanthropy. Like, and I'm going to make sure that I uh, learn how to, like, do, like, Taekwondo or take classes and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I just want to, ex- I just want to expand myself in new higher levels. You know, mm-hmm. because you know I could only do so much right now because you know we on the grind, we hustling, we got to be able to budget our money, and um, you know, be able to have like enough to invest in our business mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So we can only do so much, but once we have so much money, we could do so much more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Money don't buy happiness to the ones that don't know how to leverage it mm-hmm. or don't understand how to use it. Yes. <laughs> so, education, man. Yeah. yeah education. That's that's one of the best investments you can make. It's your mind. Yeah. You ever, um, you ever seen that movie called Time with uh, Justin Timberlake? I know exactly. No, I haven't. What's it about? So it's, it's with the green numbers and stuff. Yeah, so basically, yeah. like I never they, watched it though. So I don't. It's like it's like a dystopian type of society now. So they don't use money. They use actually like literally their life. So I gotta see that. Yeah, it's actually it's actually a good movie. So it's this guy. So Justin Timberlake, he's a he's a dude in there. He like he was gambling, right? And you know, he, they not gambling with money. Like he literally gambling with his life. Oh my god. So I think I think he was he was uh I think they were playing poker or something like that and the dude across from him, I, they was too left. The dude across from him had like a thousand, a thousand. No, Justin had like probably like a hundred, two hundred years, but the dude across from him had like ten thousand or something. Like he was very that was considered wealth. Like if you had a lot of time, mm. like that's that's why I like that movie because it's like he doesn't mm. age. Like it's it's weird. Like he doesn't age like other people do. Mm. It's 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 very it's, it's very it's a very interesting movie. Yeah. I remember I watched it a long time ago, and like he kept like he kept like raising them because that's that's what you do in poker. I kind of learned that from Red Dead too. Like when it comes to those type of movies and even books, it's like as you start getting older and when you reread them and look back on them, it's like you pick up something new. Yeah, that you didn't catch the first time because you didn't experience some. You 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 just keep having experiences and like. They give you a different, another level of thinking. Like with um, like with a uh, SpongeBob. Like oh, yeah. growing up, like we was like we wanted to be like SpongeBob, all happy, <laughs> and then like when I got older, like I kind of understood where Squidward was coming from. He just wanted his peace of mind, mm-hmm. and even though he was living that nine to five work, you know he was still kind of not doing something. Like outside, like but he loved playing the clarinet, so he would like do classes and stuff like that. And his two neighbors, Patrick and SpongeBob, was like really annoying, and that kind of reminded him like, damn, I wanted to be like SpongeBob because Patrick was a liability. (laughs) Patrick, that's just like even though that was SpongeBob's best friend, man, like he was just a liability. Like he didn't want to work. He he literally lived under a rock. Like he lived under a rock. Like he just he didn't want to he didn't want to work. He just wanted to have fun, and you know. SpongeBob that showed me what that what I what I started to learn from that show growing up. Like 
like to the edge. I don't know. Like it, sh- it showed me perceptions. Mm-hmm. Like when you look at SpongeBob, right? This dude was happy, flipping patties, working a nine to five. Mm-hmm. Like life is what you make it. Yeah. And so he figured out, all right, it's it's really your perception on it. Yeah. So instead of looking at it as a bad thing, he looked at it. Oh, he was happy. This yeah. is my passion. This is something that fulfills me. Like he doing what it is that he want to do. Yeah. yeah. Versus when you're looking at Squidward, like most people out here is working jobs that they really hate. And that's and where like, like I could relate because <laughs> like look, we hear about people like that. And we looking at Squidward, he not really fulfilling his dreams of what he want to do. He yeah. working a job that he hate. And so what he going to do, he going to project those feelings on everybody else. Mm. He may be projected on SpongeBob because he see that SpongeBob really happy and love himself. And deep down, Squidward don't love himself. himself. So yeah. he just projected that on the SpongeBob and everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> it's really just a projection. And then Krabs, that's when Krabs, like, man, Krabs is, is well, that was the first Wall Street travel. Because <laughs> that, because the way he was, the way he was working up to, like, literally, like, a, like he was bringing in bank every single day with two with two workers and I kind of show you how a big corporations like think in the way like he making them work hard for little money that's what I'm saying even though Spongebob did enjoy like that's where like when I got older like I understood Krabs like he knew he knew how these people move he knew Spongebob loved his job and did not he didn't care about the pay he just loved flipping patties Squidward hated his job but he needed his job to keep the lights on Mm -hmm. so Mm. At the same time, he was like, okay, so I'm going to just keep these two and we're going to see how it rock. And every single episode, they at work. Every, there was not a day they took off work. I think, no, it was, <laughs> you know, it, was a, it was an episode like that. But it was like every every single episode, most of the episodes, they, they was working. And Krabs, and Krabs in there counting money, buying his daughter. Money over here is just... Counting money, buying his daughter. I'm surprised he ain't opened up more... Uh, yeah, that was and then Plankton ass. He trying to figure out well, it was, well, it, was, was it was his formula because like the Krabby Patty formula, like he was always trying to steal it instead of trying to make his own craft. He tried to steal somebody else's. Now, <laughs> now, now one thing, hey, that showed me another perspective and, on that. And like one thing though, like you can't even lie and say Plankton wasn't good, wasn't a good marketer. You know what I'm saying? Cause that nigga was marketing, okay? Yeah, he you was. He was, he was good at marketing. He just his his food just sucked. Yeah, his food was ass. <laughs> like it's the like chum. Like he first he had to change the name because chum bucket. What the he had he has like a seasonal restaurant. You know, seasonal as in like he be coming out with some some new stuff. It goes good for a little bit, then that's when uh, Mr. Krabs come up with some hot shit like like <laughs> some different shit. Then he get he get blew back. <laughs> Because <laughs> like, like, every single episode, Plankton was trying to figure out a way to steal the formula from Krabs. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but his blueprint remember. was different from his. Mm. But he took on his blueprint because he seen that it worked. Mm. He wanted that same thing himself. He wanted that money. He wanted all the. That's why, because I don't. I don't, I don't did y'all see the? Well, y'all probably seen the SpongeBob movie where he finally got. Everybody to come in for that that chum bucket yeah. sandwich. It was a sandwich, whatever it I was. Know what people about. was hip. Was. People was hip to it, but that's where the movie turned and like everybody became uh, all hell plankton. Yeah. Show you mind control. But that oh, showed me plankton was on a like plankton was trying to conquer people. Like he yeah. wasn't just he wasn't <laughs> just trying to be a businessman. He was yeah. trying to be the new world order yeah. and shit. Like he wanted it. He wanted everybody to basically kind of worship him in a way. Mm-hmm. I like how. Because he didn't, he you know nobody was coming to him, so like he was like, 
instead of he was desperate. giving it a, yeah giving it a different perspective on like getting customers he wanted people to worship him mm. so that's why he came up with the devices where they do whatever the hell he tell them to do what's the difference between between that and today's world but I like how you said he he tried to steal he seen his uh his blueprint his blueprint try to do it and it, it remind me like when you try to copy somebody else version of Wolf you will always fail mm-hmm. that and that and that taught that that's a good yep that SpongeBob don't copy people's <laughs> blueprint because it might not it might nine times out of ten it's not gonna work for you. You gotta find what works for you because what works for you not gonna work for Cause everybody. Because the chunk fucking sandwiches, he 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 got his niche. People yeah. was coming in rocking with it, but see, he fucked up when he wanted to take over the world and shit. Like he <laughs> he had the customers, but he said he took it to a whole nother level because he didn't have something that you ain't had before. It's hard to let go. So when he had those customers, he was like, I need to keep them. Yeah, I need to keep them. <laughs> but he he, he kind of went over the edge with that. He did. <laughs> He even had Patrick in that motherfucker talking about oh hell playing. Yeah. Patrick was on there eating that shit, man. All he had to do was all Plankton had to do was get back in the lab, bro. Like he just needed to figure out okay, he needed he need to figure out okay, what's 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 uh what's the Krusty Krab mold like what's like what's my mold what's their mold type shit like what, what, what do they got that yeah. does make them better exactly yeah. like what's something that I need to bring to the table that they don't have you know what can make my customer value what can make my revenue go up you he know, so. yeah hey but he he did he found he found his niche he found his blueprint but he decided to light it on fire once he wanted to control people yeah. <laughs> And these TV shows are really teach you life lessons when you actually look at it and pay attention. And SpongeBob talking too to never also give up because even though he never got his boating license, <laughs> motherfucker still be in that class, <laughs> fail the test, and be like, ah, I'm gonna come back tomorrow. Yeah, I've been having a consistent, face. yeah, consistency. Because Pearl was not about to pass him, <laughs> bro. Because he just that boy was like, how the hell Patrick got his license and not you? Oh my god. You don't even got a car. You <laughs> live under a rock, bro. But that always that always frustrated me. And Sandy was probably like the smartest like individual. Like she always yeah, she like two or so. And they was talking, remember you sent me that? They was talking Sandy was talking about Because uh, remember there was uh, that Kung Fu fight, remember she was doing like, oh, the steps, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, and, um, she, and she was talking about like like, like, like uh something like real estate. Oh, yeah. She, <laughs> she said, I love now let me tell you about real estate. Yeah. Yeah, it was okay too, bro. Like it be like little shit like that, like little stuff like that, bro. Like it be like little shows yeah. that be ha- like that be having like these uh, things in there, bro. And people don't be peeping low key. Like I know people they just watch it for entertainment, but when you actually like pay attention, like bro, like some of these shows actually teach you something. Like, yeah. On, on a life perspective. Yeah, like on a deeper, like on a deeper perspective, like cause what's another show? They be putting the truth in movies at the same time. Like I'm a type. I like. I see. I like shows that's like business oriented. That's actually talking. Power, power is like, my power. show. Like power. There's another show called Peaky Blinders. Another show called Suits that I like. Um, because like especially Peaky Blinders, because he Peaky like dudes Thomas Shelby. He low key remind me of James A. Patrick. The way he hold himself. He a businessman. He also do like he also like you know stole guns and trying to like you know. Sell some other stuff like little. He just doing a lot, bro. He he that he that guy, bro. Like he's he he in politics too, like how James St. Patrick was. Like so, 
it, I like stuff like that, like upstanding businessmen and just carry themselves, chest out, head up, you know what I mean? I like all that. And just chest talk, <laughs> chest up, chest out, head up, chin up, you know what I mean? You know, just talking, like talking nothing about business, bro. Like, I like shit like that, like, you know, and that's because that's something that I, you know, admire and that's where I want to be at in life, so, yeah. I'm not, I, I get exactly what you mean, so, yeah. like, like, mine is like drugs and all that other like stuff. Like I said before, it's just the business it's the aspect. business aspect, bro. <laughs> I like, I like, I just be wanting to go in rooms and just talk, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, bro, like, I need a, I need a, I need a 20%. Um, interest like negotiating like, 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 negotiating yeah. yeah yeah I need a 20% return on that on that investment like you know shit like that cause I be, I be watching <laughs> shit you know and they be coming like with some innovative things and like yeah um, and like when they go to the big investors they be like well I, I'll do it but I'm gonna need like a 20% in, like you know interest on your sales or whatever like you know returning your sales you know, like a Shark Tank. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But they be the, they be trying. They be trying like own seventy percent of the business. I know, <laughs> bro. They be saying some crazy. But numbers, then it's like, low key worth it though because you now you got a mentor that actually been through it. You know what I'm saying? That know how to market. Mm-hmm. That know how to uh, who that got the money. So it's like, you know, it's not like it depends on how good the product is too though. Yeah, it was one. It was one product. I forgot. Somebody has it was it was raw as hell. Like they had one product. I forgot what it was, but they was hooked to it. Yeah. But they was trying to own like fifty percent of the company, and it was like, man, yeah. we trying to make money, not take money. Like it was. I forgot. It was. Um, it was really innovative though. It was really innovative. Yeah, like it's like a lot of companies that went on Shark Tank. That's actually like that's doing really good. Like it was like this one uh, Japanese um, um, business. They had created some type of like something similar to like Legos, like to where like babies can create like little skyscrapers and stuff like that. And you know that took off. Like they they billionaires. Like that 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 business made billions of dollars. But yeah, man, I like I like stuff like that. I just learned Legos like help with critical thinking. It does. You know, I had like a big box of Legos over there, but I threw them out because they sold yeah. to I ain't had Legos because my parents like I they wouldn't say over there. Fuck, but anyway. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I used to like one of my favorite movies growing up was uh, the Mummy. Mummy, I never watched the Mummy. Mummy and Fire, I watched all of them. Um, I used to make my blocks like I used to have blocks. I used to make the motherfuckers out of gum and shit. <laughs> Like, I used to, like, take it, like, I used to... I don't know exactly what you're talking about. I used to take them and make, like, extendo masks. <laughs> so I used to run around the house, like, with certain things. I used to run around the house, like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I got his ass. I got him. I got him. That nigga's crazy. But, yeah, I used to do that. I used to, I used to, like, I used to be very, when I was younger, like, I used to, like, my uncle always told me this, like, because I used to act a lot, like, like, he could see me being an actor. Oh, your Uncle Bob? Yeah. Because, like, this kind of a person. But, like, one time I was getting my ass whooped by him. And, like, he wouldn't even hit me that hard. But because, like, I felt like I was in a movie scene. Like, I was jerking and, like, screaming and shit. So, like, he hit me. I'm like, ah! <laughs> and <laughs> so I used, to, I used to do shit like that. I used to, like, do a whole bunch of acting shit. So, like, when he seen that, he was like, 
after he got done with my ass, he was like, you be an actor with all that bullshit you be doing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, man, I can't be no actor. This is when I got older, but he was like, man, you could have been, you could be an actor. And I was like, man, that shit take a lot of work and time and just the emotion. Like, you got to have yeah. emotional discipline. And for a while, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to, like, get into acting. But, you know, eventually, but... Because I mean, Star Wars, bro, I used to... Like, you know the... Uh, so, I don't know... Uh, like, you know how the blinds, like, you could turn the thing? Mm-hmm. So, I used to take the thing off, like, the sticks... And, like, in the Star Wars, like, scenes, like, I used to act like I was in a movie, so I actually, like, be, like, doing all the... Bro, I used to do a whole bunch of shit, bro. Like, I used to be in there, like, doing the thing Anakin be doing. He be doing that, that yeah. wave and shit, bro. So, one time, <laughs> I did that shit and broke the TV. Broke <laughs> the thing, like, because they so flexible, like, it hit the, uh, it hit, like, the corner. So, it was, like, it had a little thing in there, bro. I remember... I remember being, um, I remember I was sitting at home, and then they turned the TV on, they came in my room, was like, what happened to the TV? I'm like, <laughs> no, I, I gave him, I gave him this big ass story, I was like, man, listen, so, I was walking down the street, you know, like, I used to make up stories and shit, like, I really thought, down the street, nigga. I used to make up crazy stories. Did it stories. sound believable? Hell no, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was young, bro. I was not. My shit didn't add up. And that's where, like, me and my uncle, like, he always whipped my ass because, like, my my lies never added up. He was like, at least when you lie, can you make it add up? Because I, one time, I was, I was about to get my ass whooped. Because he literally, like, instead of him always stopping me before I lied, like, he just let me roll. So, like, one time I was telling this lie about, um, because he bought me a controller. And I was playing a game or something. I got mad and I threw that bitch and it broke. So I ain't think nothing of it because I'm like, well, he ain't going to probably come over here anytime soon. So like, I kind of hid it. So one day I came from home from school. I was playing a game. I get a knock on the door. I'm like, who was that? Because my parent, my mom wasn't at home. She was at, uh, she was at work. So I look outside and I see him. I'm like, I'm like, okay. I'm like, it ain't for now. He probably just checking up on me. Like, yeah, man. What's up? How you doing? I'm like, man, I'm good. I'm good. You know, he like, yeah, man, you know, came over and played the game with you. I said, <laughs> I'm like, in my head, my heart started racing bad as fuck. Cause I'm like, the controller you bought me, I broke. Like, it's broke. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm just giving a good controller and try to play with the fucked up controller. Yeah. Man, when I tell you, like, I couldn't, cause like, the sticks was inverted yeah. in. Like, I couldn't move them. So like anytime like cause he was uh he he was good at Madden, so he like he'll play Madden with me and shit. He was with my ass cause I couldn't guard nobody cause I kept running off to the sideline. He's like, why you keep running off to the sideline? I'm like, I, I'm just. Not <laughs> so you look, you played it all. I tried to, but it was it was to the point I couldn't cause he looked he looked down he like what's wrong with the controller? Cause like I was missing the punch. <laughs> I was trying to cover it, bro, but. The sticks was inverted. That shit wasn't working. And then he started asking me questions. So I started lying. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what happened to controller. I was like, man. And so he let me spew, man. And he was like, go get the belt. That's all he's like. Go get the belt. Because he knew I was lying. 
So after I got whooped, he was like, so what happened to the controller? Because now, I mean, I got mad. I already been beat. So shit, I'm like, shit, I broke it. I got mad. I didn't want to break my controller, so I broke the controller that you bought for me. And he was like, that's some dumb ass shit. Now I ain't buying you shit no more because you want to break stuff. <laughs> so from that day on, they bought me a controller. Because he used to buy me games and stuff. I don't know what was wrong with me when I was younger, bro. I was manipulative. Problems. That's what I was. I was very manipulative. And I realized that, like, I was so manipulative. And the fact that me and him didn't get along because I couldn't manipulate him. Because he see, he see right past my bullshit. So that's why I started to, like, stay away from him. Because I couldn't manipulate him. But that's a little off topic. I just wanted to talk because I know in the beginning I wasn't really talking. So I was like, it's okay. We get some stuff out because I am tired as hell. Um, I think we all learn, man. We be we be doing a lot. So. Yeah. We be doing a lot. Sometimes Brandon don't look like he ever be tired. Man. I don't get tired. Yeah, I don't get tired. <laughs> man. We got the hundred percent charged battery in his back, man. Not me. <laughs> My shit on ten. I'm about like 60, 70. <clears throat> yeah, I'm probably about probably around there. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm on ten percent. Where we at right now? Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, <laughs> share, all that. And let me know, bro. I've been trying to. Y'all haven't been putting in the comment section. Like, what the hell y'all been doing? Like, yeah, y'all, 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 y'all gotta tap in. Like, yeah, like, y'all supposed to be in the comment section. They must not think we're investment, so. You know, uh-huh. They might think we were depreciating assets. Like, y'all don't think we some assets or something? Like, what's, like, what's going on? Like, talk to me. Talk to us. Stop acting like some liabilities. They might think we the liabilities, man. I had some distressed assets out there, man. God dang, bro. Like, tap in, bro. Like, tap in. They probably click on it and be like, they watch it for the first five minutes and be like, these niggas don't know what they're doing. Like, like, literally, bro, I know those people clicking. Bro, I know those y'all clicking on the Instagram videos and the YouTube videos and y'all not liking that shit. But like that shit, bro. Like, what's your... What's the point if you watch it if you're not going to like it? I mean, it don't take that long. All you got to do is just... Even if you don't watch it, like, it just help us, like, kind of get out of Like, at least if you don't... Okay, if you don't like it, at least comment something. Share it. Share it. You know what I mean? Like, let us hear like, something. Like, like, like it, you know, YouTube, like, they don't, we don't know who like the Yeah, video. we don't know who like, we, we don't know who I mean, it do tell, well, no, it'll tell you if somebody subscribe you. Yeah, kinda, subscribe, but, I mean, I, I mean, that's, that's like cool it, Liking too, a video, but, anybody could like a video. It don't take that long. You just, boom. Well, yeah, bro, come you on. You ain't got so. one second to just. Come on, um, NGE family. Y'all, y'all be, be double, this, y'all be double liking them girls' pictures. <laughs> y'all be right, like, like, what's up? Like, y'all be over here. They go, they go the whole nine. They comment, they like it, they repost it, they tag them. Y'all can't just... <laughs> That's all y'all gotta do. Y'all, if y'all can like some ass, y'all can like some ass sets. Man. No facts. Come on, man. Come tap in with NGE, bro. Like, in. We one of the most, uh, um, it was the word of articulate young young men out here. I'm gonna say profound, profound bro. articulate yeah. people, young men out here that's speaking at a level that 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 can't be reached man, at our age, bro. Like whenever know. we talk, we speak in volume. You know, so make sure y'all tap in, man. This is one of a kind, bro. And y'all, if y'all want to be a guest, DM, not DM, email monetarygameempire at gmail.com. Um, or if you personally know any of us, it doesn't matter. Yeah, if you personally know, you can just DM me, DM Professor Cuts, con- um, content creator, IT, the software developer right here. 
You know what I mean? Just contact type in <clears throat> one of us. You know. And yeah. I got one more month and then I'll be officially a software developer. Yes, so So big things coming, man. So but let's, yeah. let's let's hit them off. <clears throat> Make sure, Make sure you use the nine Shit. Make sure you use the nine, nine to five to, to fund the five to nine. nine. So the five to nine, nine can become twenty four seven. Be y'all MG family. Have later. a good night, man. Have a good night. Good day, good evening. <laughs> good morning. Good evening.